0: New year, new me, is it like We're the best UK-based NFL podcasts. Why change? What am I working with? Dan, you have to take a a finger.
1: I I feel for you all. you can do that, you'll only lose by 20.
0: (laughs) Utterpance is back. It's 2024 and the race for the playoffs still isn't decided with a single game left of the regular season. So, who's making it to the postseason? You'll find out next...
2: It's incredibly boring.
0: How is that yeah, boring? boring. Uh, Come on. Oh, <laughs> up, you. And if anybody mentions Taylor Swift, it's a straight red card and a two-pod ban. We got everything right last week. Yeah, cruised it last week. I'm pretty sure I only got one wrong. Professional, one rushing. Unbelievable. I tell you what. I tell you what. It's f- <laughs> Yes, welcome along to Utter Punts in association with Endzone Kit and Beer Keller. This has been a magnificently unpredictable season. We still don't know the full picture of the postseason. Who better to dissect it with then than our resident punts-in-chief? First up in Birmingham, he advocates for angry ginger men on sporting touchlines and has a vehement dislike of Kirk Cousins and his allies. It's Vikings fan Big Dave Keane. Yeah, that's me, 100%. I can't argue. Carry on. Got him pegged. (laughs) Beautiful. Alongside me in Manchester, a man who spent most of his day working out playoff implications for all of the games this weekend. I've been assured it's been his favourite day of the Christmas period so far. It's Ravens fan Dan Horton. That's if I've told you the truth. Yeah, (laughs) he He actually did it all on Boxing Day because that's how sad he is. Coming up, we'll talk Black Monday and the coaching carousel. We'll dive into why the Lions' two-point conversion was called back And of course, our Utter Punts of the Week nominations. This is Utter Punts. Evening, all. Um, How are you, Dave? You okay? I'm good, mate.
2: Yeah, really good. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. Um, Are you wearing a dressing gown and a Vikings cap? Yeah. It's, it, the QS, it's
2: no. for dressing down of peace and tranquility. It's, it, I feel <laughs> ever so chill. Vikings, and what happens
0: if we take it off?
2: Uh, oh, don't do that! It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and the Vikings hat? Just, just, just because, like, it's the the reason I care about the NFL.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Dan's gone full purple with I the. Uh, with, lasts a bit longer than next week, then. <laughs> with, with the uh, with the. Baltimore Ravens number. Is this a Christmas yeah. present? Uh, no. 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 The
1: ones uh, I got for Christmas were uh, green and black, uh, as such. Yeah, no. neither can be one on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, all right, good stuff. Um, you well? Yeah, really good. Good. Really That's good. Like ginger shots are the uh, key. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you've been advocating ginger shots mm. for a long time, haven't you? Yeah. Um, right. Uh, it doesn't mean, like, shooting Dave. That. that nah. you,
1: yeah. Although... Yeah. although
0: yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> shall we shall we do our news of the week? Dave, do you want to go first? Uh do
2: I oh, yeah, yeah, the for the, the team which has <laughs> caught us. my eye. Um they're they're pretty decent. Um so their their defense is first in sacks with 57, uh first in takeaways twenty-nine. Defensive red zone touchdown percentage second, uh which is forty point four percent. Red zone scoring defensive uh percentage is second, eighty point nine percent. Defensive yards per game, second, 302 yards. Um, defensive passing yards per game, second, 195.6. Uh, give a little bit up on third downs, just seventh there, but they're pretty good. And then on offense, they've, um, they're have they nearly matching their historic franchise record mm. through 16 games. So they're only like, fifth, I think it was uh, 531 the Ravens had in 2019. Um, mm. And... Without being funny, mate, do you still think that the Buffalo Bills are better than you?
1: I think I think the Buffalo Bills have the ability to be better than <laughs> them, yet. Um And, you know, we'll see in the playoffs that... If that they it, make it. it. Well, the Ravens definitely will. Right, no, um, the Ravens will. I was talking and about the Bills. Bills yeah, and listen, they, we'll talk about the Bills in a bit, but the fact that the Bills can be the two-seed or eliminated just about sums them up. Because they're either just about the best team in the AFC or shit. Um, yeah, that, so which team. one you get is is what you get. But yeah, I think the Bills on their best day, the best version of the Bills could cause the Ravens problem. And 2019 is an interesting point you make. That, that 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 Ravens team in 2019 was one of the great teams, um, one of the great regular season teams. And the Ravens for the past, since Lamar's been there, have been the best pre-season and regular season team, I think, in football. I think in history, really. I think they've been absolutely phenomenal. Um, they've only won one playoff game in that in that time. And so now we'll see. Um, and 2019 is interesting, and it's interesting for many reasons. One is they went into the playoffs as the number one seed; they were the best regular season team. I know who you um, are. As, as this year, I to they say. were brilliant. They were brilliant on offense and on defense, um, as they are now. Um, and interestingly, in the last game, it was week 17. Then they played. They played Pittsburgh, who and the Ravens were already in. They rested all their starters. They played Pittsburgh in Baltimore. Pittsburgh needed to win to get in, and the Ravens backups beat them. They then had two weeks off and got whacked by the Titans in the first round of the playoffs. So, his- yeah, history is informative and if you, there's a lot of things that tie in there. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. The Bills in recent years have been there and done it, haven't they? What, what, um, what I would say and the Ravens was, need to prove it. So.
2: Based on that his- history lesson there, which I, I found quite interesting earlier as well, uh, Lamar threw a couple of interceptions in that game and I think the wrong game got taken away by a very good defence in that game. Um, the only team I can think of who m- might fit that bill... Would would be the Cleveland Browns but with Flacco, mate, where they've got a quarterback who's in with a shout. I, I honestly think it's your fate to see Flacco not not ravens out in the, in the championship
1: game. Yeah, what well, fair play if he does? Yeah. Um, but I think I think the the Flacco was unfortunately the type of quarterback that. This Ravens secondary might just um, have a very nice time with because um, oh, no. he, he's throwing a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns, but he's throwing a hell of a lot of turnovers. Yeah, and true. against this that's Ravens true. team, you can't do that. So um, you've got to win the turnover battle versus this lot. But they, listen, they look. They, listen, thank you. They look. They look great. Yeah, it's really good fun to watch at the moment. And the game on Christmas Day um, was really good. And then the game against the Dolphins on New Year's Eve was um, was somewhat special. Yeah, really good to watch.
0: Uh, I, I enjoyed the most recent episode of Hard Knocks. Actually, watching. <laughs> Sort of all of the preparation coming in off the back of that big win over the Cowboys and everybody sort of riding high and cheerful and then just just cut to the last 30 seconds of the program. And it's like, oh, desolation yeah. across the franchise. They um I, I like it's hard not to like the Dolphins at the moment with with Mike McDaniel in charge. It's hard not to sort of enjoy what they're doing. But um yeah, they Did just you came at the he asked team. And he
1: said that he'd, he'd offered his skills as the scout on the yeah. scout team, to <laughs> and sell he, the defense and they've been declined. to replicate yeah. the match
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, My favourite thing was Tyreek <laughs> Hill shouting, "I want to do it! I want to do it! I want to do it!" He's, he's basically like a super fast seven year old, isn't he? He's yeah, got the attention span of a goldfish, but somehow he's one of the best receivers in the league. It's great. Um, what was your news story, Dan? well it's it's more about what's going to happen next week mm. so next
1: week historically it's always a good one to watch every year is Black Monday on Monday um, so the end of the regular se- the Monday following the last regular season game is the uh, death nail for many NFL coaches um, Bill Belichick pardon? Bill Belichick yeah and there's, there's more reports coming out today about the dysfunction in New England I was going to go there but <laughs> I, we'd hammered it about six months ago so it's, it feels a bit unfair to go back to it but um, so there's three filed so far with McDaniels um, Staley and Frank Reich. Um, Who else do we think is in danger? I've got another four names written down. Hmm. At least. Um, I think there'll be seven in total. So who's going? For me, Dennis Allen in New Orleans. If they don't make the playoffs, is um, the crowd are already booing. That's always never a good sign. And if they lose to the Falcons at home, I think that's him done. Um, Alternatively, um, Arthur Smith. For the Falcons, if they don't make the playoffs, that's three years. Um, and back Desmond Ridder, famously, didn't want anything to do with Lamar Jackson uh, last season, uh, in the off season. Definitely don't want him. We're definitely happy with Desmond Ridder. Yeah, that was a good shout. Um, Bill Belichick, I think he's absolutely mm-hmm. nailed on. Um, Robert Salah, New York. Oh, you reckon? Well. Um, I think what I do know is I think I think Wink Martindale's definitely leaving the Giants given this bit of falling out between him and Brian Dable, apparently, this week. So that's his last game. But yeah, so who else do you think will uh anyone else you think on that list, Dave?
2: To be honest with you, I did think that Matt Eberfluis might be in trouble earlier this season. But right now, mm-hmm. I think they're they're looking like he he's earning himself another year there, which could be interesting. I think that'll mean another year of fields, regardless of whether or not we get getting first overall pick. Um yeah. Other than the names that you've mentioned, there's no one who particularly sticks out to me. Uh, but did you did you mention Bruce Bruce Arians?
1: Well, Bruce Arians isn't the head coach. It's Todd Bowles, isn't it?
2: No, not Bruce Arians. Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron. I didn't. I, I missed yeah, him. Yeah, up. He's, yeah. T- yeah
1: he's, he, he would he, be on the list, yeah.
0: definitely. He's uh, Well, gonna, he's done, isn't well, well, he? I'm throwing mean, him from left field. He, yep. he, Mike Tomlin. No. Uh, yeah, well well it depends doesn't it
1: I, I doubt it not the way they've the way, the way they would go yeah, he's, a, he's close I think had they not the way they were losing games against the Cardinals Patriots I think they looked shaky but their turnaround against the Seahawks and I, what I th- have you I think has probably saved his job another winning record for him well done
2: yeah and I, I, I think the, the sort of thing that gave the biggest hint to me that he still has a the future there is you kind of go when you've outstayed your welcome when you can no longer influence players and heal a locker room rift you had um, ev rather good wide receiver who was getting criticised in the media for admitting that he didn't want to go and block George Pickens and then what a game he had last week you, you yes. can tell that Tomlin has still got this amazing habit of being able to galvanise the locker room they just haven't got a quarterback and the, the sooner they I think the sooner, I know that a lot of people think that Pickett was playing quite well I, I don't particularly see it I think he's, he's a mid-level quarterback and I think they, they should be aiming higher than that so we'll see
0: Hmm. Um, cool Um, if you want to have your say you absolutely can do just get in touch with us on socials look for Utter Punt Podcast Um, I've got a game to play and it's it's a relevant one to Black Monday it's my quarterback game where you have to decide for each of the quarterbacks listed below whether their team should cut them, drop them, get rid of them give them one more year to try and prove themselves or extend them immediately and give them a brand new contract, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Your first one, Taylor Heineke at the Falcons. Cut him one more year or extend him. Dan? I think he's the best quarterback in the building. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd
1: I'd keep him uh, and bring someone else in, and he can back them up rather than backing up. Their so
0: one more year to prove himself or, a, or a full extension? A full extension, he's oh, cheap, right. okay. yeah.
1: You, do, you need a good backup in this league. There's a famous saying that says that the most important position in football is your quarterback, and the second most important is your backup quarterback.
0: All right, all oh, good. Dave Bryce Young is the one for you. <laughs> <laughs> The decision's made. Like, you, you have to stick with
2: Bryce Young and hope that it works yeah. out 100%. I wouldn't give him an extension. Um, one more year is, is more than fair, but I'd go so far as to say if he's durable enough to get through a couple of years, he might actually have something. My, my concern with him is his durability and his lack of physicality when it comes to how far down the field he can reach with his throwing. So, yeah. you... Leave him alone,
0: Liam. It's too soon. Too soon. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, you both get to answer this one. Daniel Jones at the New York Giants. Dan. Bye. bye. Cut. Gone. That's it. Game over. Dave? You can't cut him because your contract you gave him. Yeah, I was going to say,
2: with cap connotations, I don't think you can. Mm. Um, The the best you could hope to do is maybe find a team who were planning on tanking and do a salary offload to them in exchange for handing them a pick. Um, Yeah. Otherwise, if you Jared Goff style, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. more more realistic. Oh, what was he called? The this huge guy who played for the Texans, who went to the Brett Browns. Osweiler.
1: Brett Osweiler, is it?
2: Might close. i close. I don't think that's quite right,
1: but it might be. Yeah, I, mean, I think but, he's absolutely right. What was he it? was at the Denver first, then he went to the what? What, what did Texans. you say? was it Brett Osweiler? Osweiler. Osweiler. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 probably. Close. Um, it's close. Yeah. Like, I can't the say the, we the Texans that paid the Browns to take him. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that was a Sashi Brown move, I believe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're stuck with him. You just sh-
0: shouldn't have done it in the first place.
1: Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh,
0: one more each. Dan, you've got Gardner Minshew at the Colts.
1: Oh, absolutely extend him. And, and, and I'll tell you the reason why. He's running the same offence that Anthony Richardson ran. With Shane Steichen, so they haven't had to change anything. He's running the same offense. So what a great backup quarterback to have. Anthony is in the future. that's are actually future that uh, franchise.
0: Minch is cheap, and he's uh, he's going to get them to the playoffs, I think. Cool. And last one. This one's for you, Dave. Case Keenum at the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> picking up old Dave Short King. Oh you know? mate, right? yeah, I love it. He's yeah. um, <laughs>
2: got probably got a big cut now, hasn't he? Unless you keep him around as a veteran to to, to bring on the next quarterback, but.
1: It, it, you always need someone to fetch the balls back from Yeah, the kick, I
2: mean, it, 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 uh, the, 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 the ride that Case Keenan provided during that, that playoff run, fantastic. But ultimately, six shows on and he's, he's gone, isn't he, really?
0: Uh, cool. All right. We'll, we'll get those up on YouTube shorts, I would imagine, at some stage. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Just quickly going to let you know about the great people at endzonekit.co.uk. Have a watch of this. Otterpunts is proudly sponsored by one of the best kit suppliers out there, Enzone Kit. Enzone is a transatlantic company whose mission is to make finding kits a little bit easier and a little bit more affordable so you can represent your favorite American sports teams. Whether you're looking for NFL, college football, baseball, hockey or basketball memorabilia, Endzone's got you covered. With sizes from newborn up to 3XL, anyone can find something at endzonekit.co.uk. And one of the things that we love is that they have a whole range of retro and pre-loved gear so you can rock your vintage style while supporting your team so why not head to endzonekit.co.uk and find yourself a bargain and because you listen to utter punts you can have a 15 percent discount at checkout when you use the code punts endzonekit.co.uk the place to go for your american sports kit uh, absolutely love it get yourself over there if you've got some Christmas money that you need to spend on some new gear it's not just NFL either they do college football and basketball and hockey and all sorts it's, um, it's a cracking little website so get yourself over there and have a look uh, good people too Uh, Right, the stock game, the stock market game. This is a game that Dave invented at the beginning of the year. It is now finally starting to bear fruit because it's getting very, very interesting very, very quickly. Essentially, we picked four teams each. One team to do worse than they did last season. Three teams to do better than they did last season. For every place better or worse that they finish, depending on whether you pick them to finish better or worse, you get a point. I am currently sat pretty on seven points seven points not bad however i'm well out of this race because these two are toe to toe there is two points in it going into the final game of the regular season i did not know that i thought i was getting bad news there (laughs) dan is on 31 points so he's got 15 points from the Vikings being terrible. That's, <laughs> I'm done. I've that's, won. That's his, that's his biggest scorer. Uh, he's got 10 points from the Lions being better than they were last season. In the Vikings division, yeah? Uh, yeah. Steelers. Uh, he's getting two points out of the Steelers for only being a little bit better than they were last season. And then the Falcons four places better than they were last year. So that gives him 31 points. It's good, man. Dave, meanwhile, is the biggest scorer, okay? Dave has got the Browns. The Browns are currently ranked third in the standings, which means they are a massive 18 positions better than they were last year. Unfortunately, I know. Dave has a negative number on the board, that negative number being the Tennessee Titans, six places worse than they were last season. You're also picking up 12 points from the Broncos. And five from the Eagles being worse than they were last season. They're currently ranked seventh. Mm. Last year they were second. That puts you on 29 points. Two points in it going into the final game of the season. It is too close to call, gentlemen.
2: We really did kill the Eagles. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we
0: absolutely, absolutely. can. Uh, to trans-
1: do it. Uh, our, our attempts at resurrection <laughs> failed <laughs> drastically.
0: See, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, right? Okay. Let's. Um, whilst we're uh, whilst we're talking about games, let's talk about the fantasy game day app. This is the UK version of fantasy football, daily fantasy football for you to have a bit of a bash at. And they're brilliant. The guys over there are fantastic. They've created a beautiful, buttery smooth app experience. It's great. It's really lovely to use. It's got pounds instead of dollars. Everything's really easy to see. There's like of information on there it, it's absolutely top it costs seven pounds fifty to put an entry in and then the top ten places win prizes which is exactly what you want Dan's won prizes this season Dave's come close to winning no, prizes won prizes mate no, oh, he you've won, won. He yeah. third
1: yeah you won a prize yeah well done Dave so
0: you two have both won this season and well. Because we we love the guys (laughs) over there uh, and they're (laughs) thoroughly invested in Utter Ponce, the podcast, they're going to give you a free entry when you put your first entry in. Okay, so £7.50 to put your first entry in. As soon as you do that, if you've registered with the code Ponce, you'll get another entry completely free of charge. So every week on the podcast to try and give them a little bit of, you know, a hero moment. Are you drumming your fingers, Dave? Been huh?
1: didn't do it. <laughs> weird. He's, I think he's a bit I'll nervous. I picked my phone other fantasy. Oh, thing that, that might be what it it yeah, is. Sorry, your, is, your,
0: is, your, is your microphone on, on the desk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah, apologise. Yeah, okay. That, that's apologize. fair enough. I was just a weird noise in my headphones. Anyway, uh, you didn't need to know that. Um, so every week we try and pick somebody that might be useful for you to pop into your fantasy team. So Dave, who have you picked this week?
2: So, it's someone that I had in my team last week as well. Um, and I just felt. When you
0: came third, is that?
2: Okay. When you came third, I'll, you, when I'll, you came I'll get third. into this more later, Dan. Like, don't, okay. don't, don't jump with a gun. I have a gripe. I have a gripe. Okay. I, have a, I have a gripe. Anyway. <laughs> okay. anyway um, right. So, yeah, someone that I had in last week when I, when I came third third yeah. um, and it's the one that I've got in this week <laughs> oh, I hate you man um, so it's the top two that
1: get the bigger prize isn't it the yeah, top two yeah, get a yeah, big prize yeah, that's, and then that's, well, the it's, third it's gets the, the big drop it? 80 it? quid drop off isn't it's it it's
2: the yeah. top 2% and then it's on 100% yeah, that's right let, yeah, let, yeah. Let, so to really
1: when you've got to be in the top two but well, to really when you've got to be one haven't you but then second gets a good amount of money third is you pretty much get your money back is that right no 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 you, you get a decent whack ok yeah, decent yeah,
2: whack yeah yeah you get about four times your stake mate
1: well, that's good. Four times your stake, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
2: It's all right, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all right yeah. mate. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but, but anyway, anyway do you want yeah. to make this pick? Yeah,
0: bloody well. Don't be kidding. You, you want to stop winding him up? Christ in a alive! He's never in a good mood. Why are you doing this? That's in a, a good very mood. good
2: question. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. Um, but yeah, uh, Jack he loves it. James Connor, yeah, I, I love floating with that.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: James Connor, uh, who's going up against the Seattle Russian defense. Um, the Cardinals' run game is uh, the second best in the league. Their actual run blocking isn't that good, but they do run a good wide zone. And yeah. uh, I think they're going to be able to move the ball close enough to the goal line to let O'Connor be effective around that area again. And he's 5,600, I think he's good value
1: nice um, yeah good pick dan uh justin Fields to me at quarterback so just for value he's he's 6200 pound it's expensive but it is a quarterback uh he's obviously a, a running machine as well as a throwing mm-hmm. machine um and i think he's gonna it's his last game really to prove that he's the man in chicago i think he's gonna run all over a really bad packers defense um matt stafford's more expensive than him who's unlikely to play a full game they don't need to play they're Rest, probably resting players mm-hmm. and they're already in the playoffs so why would he be more expensive against the San Francisco 49ers team uh, than, than Justin Fields playing for his career so Justin Fields to me I think he's going to have an absolute monster
2: um, What was your gripe Dave? No don't worry I'll, we'll get to okay. it in a different we're,
0: section mate Okay we'll, we'll do this later uh, <laughs> Look if you want to get involved head yourself to either of the app stores either Apple or Android search for Fantasy Game Day app get yourself registered using the code hunts and you will get that free entry just remember if you think you've got a problem then you can always find help elsewhere begambleaware.org or any of the links posted in the descriptions of the podcast right then let's move on shall we to the previews we have five games to go through this week and there's some good uns, there's some bad'uns. Dan's done a load of work around what the playoff situation mm. is. So before we go into the preview like we would normally do, I think it's probably wise that we talk about what's riding on each game. First one is Steelers at Ravens, Saturday the 6th of January, half past nine at M&T Bank Stadium. Dan, you have written down here... <laughs> If the Steelers win, need Texans and Colts not to tie, (laughs) and Bills to lose, if Steelers lose, they need the Colts, Texans not to tie, a Jags loss, and a Broncos win. Easy. Straightforward. Yeah. So, who's winning it? Steelers or Ravens? Ravens.
1: Yeah. Um my mate Tyler's playing quarterback, no Lamar Jackson, so Huntley's in. And if you can throw a pass to me <laughs> for 30 yards, you yeah. can certainly find the Ravens. There's a lot of talk, and the Steelers are favourites in this, even though it's at Baltimore, Baltimore are in one seed. The Steelers are three points favourites, um, because the Ravens have already said they're resting a lot of players. So Odell Beckham hasn't trained all week, Zay Flowers, Kyle Hamilton, Lamar Jackson isn't playing, they'll rest up some of the line. And, and it's interesting, because you say, oh, they're resting their starters. There's only so many you can rest. Let's be clear. Because yeah. there's only so many on your men on your 53 round <clears> roster. <throat> so you can't be a B team.
0: Well, there's only 53 men on your 53 round exactly. roster. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: absolutely. And so, you know, if you, you have to have as much as your start, some of your key starters might be out. All your starters aren't. So Roquan Smith will play. Patrick Quinn will play. Both voted to the Pro Bowl team this week, which is interesting as a, as a linebacking duo. Um, they'll play. They may, they may not play a full game, but they'll certainly be turning out. And this Steelers seem a are shit, aren't they? They're not very really good. Um, and Mason Rudolph, even against the Ravens' second secondary, is probably going to struggle. Um, and like we said, you know, history is informative. 2019, the same thing, same situation. Steelers needed to win with Ben Roethlisberger as their quarterback. Um, Antonio Brown was in that team. The Ravens beat him, knocked them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they'll do the same again because the Ravens got nothing to play for other than just having a fun. And what better way? The only... Thing better than beating the Steelers is beating them with your backups when it really matters. To them and doesn't matter to you. So um, give me the give me the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens. I'll will take the points if you want to, but I'll take the Ravens out. Right? I think at home they're the even the
0: even with some starters out they're the much better team than the Steelers. So says the Baltimore Ravens fan, Dave. What have you got for us on this one, man? Um, what What's Pittsburgh's current record? Nine and seven.
2: So we've already got their. Uh winning record for Mike Domlin I Mm. also think the Ravens back up to win It it happened previously Um, what I will say is this time around they've got TJ Watt playing at a pretty different level Uh, be interesting to see what happens with Huntley in a quarterback that does give them an element of hope Um, but yeah I I think the Ravens have just got too much they're such a good team Mm. we went through
0: it I I, am the one thing that I'd picked out for the Steelers was that TJ Watt is currently tied first on seventeen sacks mm-hmm. this season. In a pretty poor Steelers side, he is showing just how good he actually is. Is there anything in that that might give the Steelers fans a bit of hope against the Ravens?
1: Yeah, absolutely. He could. He could record four <laughs> sacks, maybe force a fumble, a turnover in this game, and and take over the game. Of course, he could. Um, Tyler Hunt is no mug of a, a backup quarterback. He's played many games of the last few seasons when Lamar's been out and been really competitive in those games actually he was in the pro Bowl last year um for his performances the end of the season so Huntley's no mug um and the Ravens offensive line is good the run game is still good just signed Dalvin Cook um from the Jets um who was Jets Jets released Dalvin Cook yeah Um, well he was on a one-year contract so it made sense but a great pickup for the Ravens to have him in the in the room why not um so they've got Melvin Gordon Dalvin Cook I mean in, in name only it's a Fantastic running back room, of course. A lot of them can't run anymore, but Um, I just think the Ravens have probably got too much. And I think at home, like I say, at home, it's still a difficult place for Steelers to go, and the, the crowd won't uh, be up for, um, yeah. like okay. lying down.
0: I think, um, I, I think let's not over egg the pudding. We all think the Ravens are going to win this one, even with the backups, right? Yeah, I, the, the defense
2: right. has just got a fantastic system, for, and they all know it.
0: Perfect, let's move on. Um, so we've all gone Ravens. Next up, Houston Texans at Indianapolis Colts. This is Sunday um, early morning, so Saturday night football. This is less straightforward, okay? So winner in, loser out, tie gets both in and eliminates Pittsburgh. Whoever wins will need to wait for the Jags game to see if they're the division winner, seed three, four, or wild card. Yeah, easy. Sort of straightforward. They can't be the two-seed. And, uh, so
1: there'll be three or four, and or a wildcard team. Okay. The interesting thing with these games, the NFL have done really well, is that they've put them in the order where it will reveal itself as you go through each game. Yeah. So this it's one smart. is played after the Pittsburgh game. <clears throat> so even if Pittsburgh, I mean, what? What? imagine this, Pittsburgh winning, and then this being a tie... <laughs> Well, <laughs> t- the, the weird thing that is here
0: that a tie that gets both of these teams through. Yeah,
1: if this was Austria-Germany in, I think, 1950s, then it should be a nil-nil mm. and no one would cross mm. the halfway line, would they? But it's um, it's not. So
2: It's amazing how things can um, work out to parity when you allow
0: it to, though, because it's what you need. Um, th- 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 I suppose the real question here is that we've seen this happen in many sports, all right, and it's happened in football where it essentially gets to one-one. Both know that they're making it through to the next round or the playoffs, and they basically just play keep ball inside their own half and do very, very little. What's to stop the Texans and the Colts doing exactly that in this game? It, it's such a it's such
1: a more difficult game to create a draw in because because the, the way the points work out. Um, and secondly, listen if one of the one of these teams will win, and if the Jags lose, which is very likely, they're not playing very well at the moment, one of these teams wins that division. If they win the division, they play their game at home the next round. They play the wildcard game at home, maybe against the team they're playing now, right? So if the if the Colts beat the Texans, chances are they get the Texans at home next week. If they lose or they tie, they might be on the road at Houston the week after. So you're, they're playing to play a home game, and it's, it's great. So this is really a playoff game, straight away. The, the playoff start... For now, for these teams, the playoffs start
0: this week. I love it's a it. great game. I love it. Um, CJ Stroud versus Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. D- Dave, these two quarterbacks are, are making a name for themselves at the minute, aren't they? Uh, I,
2: I think I think Gardner's a very, very good backup. And he's someone that mm. I would have loved to have had at the Vikings this year with that backup. Um, mm. but the, You've had about six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I quite like them all, mate. They're all better than <laughs> <laughs> but that's not true. But, but it, it is a lot more fun. Um, the, uh, I mean, like things are starting to improve anyway. Wayne Rooney's gone. And,
0: uh, Birmingham City fans are absolutely delighted.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a wrong cat for it, but oh, hold on.
0: What about what about if Frank Lampard takes over as your next manager? That's a right hat for it. Um, I'll, no, th- really? no, thank you. I don't want Matt. that's what I thought you'd say. Let, let's hope that doesn't happen because I I don't want to deal you, with Dave if, if you're going to go down that route
2: again. I'll put the other hat back on. There, right. um, but okay. the um, like all in all, it's, um, it's yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think Minshew is going to ever really be considered to be a starting calibre quarterback in the league, even though I love to watch him play. I, the, the, there's, a, there's a certain level that certain quarterbacks are allowed to get to, sometimes dictated by draft position, unless they absolutely blow it out of the water. Mm. While Stroud is going to be touted as a as a pro bowler an awful lot in future years, I think he's uh, already shown that he's got a level in the NFL which other rookies haven't been able to touch recently.
0: There is a cigarette paper between these two, isn't there?
1: Yeah, I mean, the same record, and they've played a lot of the same teams, so there's not much between them. Um, Minshew's been a really clean actually the last few weeks. If you look at his game, he is one of those quarterbacks. The reason he, the reason he's not really classed as a proper starter is because he he can turn the ball over. He can get a bit overexcited, a bit Baker Mayfield-esque. Really, he's capable of being a very very good quarterback and maybe a top ten quarterback, but on his that He can play a quarter where he just cannot find anybody except they play for the other team, um, and that's the, that's the rub on Gardner I Minshew. Mean, he will try and push it downfield. Now, I my only fear for the Colts in this game is that he gets a little bit too hyped up. It's a little bit too much of an atmosphere in the playoff game. Um, interestingly, this is the first <laughs> today. This is the first Texans game all season that's not been at Sunday at six o'clock. <laughs> really. No one expected a, any anything good from the Texans, so they've been basically on the early slate all year, other than wow. now, uh, where they're in, technically in a playoff game, so they're in prime time uh, on Saturday Night Football, um, and that's down to CJ Stroud and, and the coach. I think the coach, did, did, Diego Ryan, right? deserves a great amount did, of credit. I, I think if it wasn't does
0: that for, Like, bearing in mind yes, that you've played I, every game yeah. at the same time yeah. every week of this season, then all of a sudden you're playing prime time. I, and primetime is a big thing in America. So in American
1: sports, playing in primetime, when the lights are on, look at Kirk Cousins. They're, they're, I know, it's, listen, it's a lazy, it's a, it's a lazy fair. narrative. No, lights on, good defence, hmm. not Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's on a slab somewhere. <laughs> um, so th- these two are young, two young teams, two young coaches. Uh, so Shane Steichen in his first year for, after being at the Eagles last year and dimico Ryan's both should be in the running for coach of the year for me. Um, what a great game. Two young coaches, two young teams. Two so exciting quarterbacks. Um, the only knock is that the, the, the Texans haven't got um, Dell, uh, who I think with CJ Stroud, they were lighting up the league. And I think mm. without him, Stroud isn't quite as good. But Nico Collins will be back. I think Noah Brown will be back. So he's got weapons. Um, this will be a great game to watch. I'm really looking forward to this game. Yeah. Uh, are you going with Dave?
2: Uh, I think it'll be close, but when you think it's going to be close, always go with a better quarterback. I've seen Stroud play in a massive game and play out of his skin previously, so I know he can do it in prime time. Uh, That was last year with the college playoffs. He was unreal in that, so I'm going to go with Stroud and and the Texans.
1: If in doubt, go with the most reliable, (laughs) which is Jonathan Taylor. I'll take the Colts in the run game and the good offensive line
0: Uh, at home. Dan uh, often says on this podcast, if you can't pick between two teams... Pick the team with the best unit. Watch this. Who's got the best unit? Okay, it's close, you know. I th- I, I think the
1: Colts Nelson's line injured. play is the best Nelson's unit. Nelson's injured. Is he quite? Nelson's not playing. He, he might oh, play, but do he's do got that. an ankle injury. Maybe i
0: just go for the tie.
1: Um, it's one of those. They, they are, literally, there's not much between these teams at all. Um, I think if you're, a, uh, for me, as, a, as if you're wanting to root someone on, root on for the Texans, but... I think the Colts are just
0: just going to have the edge at home. And, and a tie gets them both in, but eliminates Pittsburgh. Yes. I'm going for the tie, Go ladies we. and gentlemen. I'm going for the <laughs> Go tie. Uh, right, let's move it on swiftly to the Jags at the terrible Titans. Um, mm. Sunday the 7th, 6 o'clock, early slate, 9-7 and 7 Jags against the 5-11 and 11 Tennessee Titans. That's, they stink. Um, uh, who went first last time? Dave did. You are going first this time. Dan, mm-hmm. what do you reckon? The, ja- the Jags have got a bit of a stink on them. I think um, they lost... In the
1: game that Lawrence went down, um, they lost Christian Kirk and their left tackle in the same game. And it wasn't as hyped as much because it's not Trevor Lawrence. But uh, he's back. I don't think he's 100%. I don't think he's practised all week. I think there's still doubt that he's actually going to play. Um and But Christian Kirk should be back this week. He's a big, big weapon in their offence. And, and this this division, right, has always throws up a really odd game. So this is the division where last year the Texans, all they had to do was lose to get the number one seed, <laughs> uh, to get the number one pick in the draft and won. Um, this, is the, this is the division where the year before, I think the Colts just had to beat the already eliminated Jags, mm-hmm. who were already the worst team in football and lost. Um, wow. Wow. This Titans team, right? Mike Vrabel, Derek Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, I think Ryan is probably going to play because Levis is in concussion protocol. Yep. Harold Landry, Justin Simmons. Uh, at home? Oh, I wouldn't want to be playing the Titans, I don't think, in a sign-off game. And I think this is a sign-off game. I think that team that we've seen of the Titans, those players I just mentioned, have been that team for five or six years. I think that's run its course. I think, I think Vrabel might be on my list of people going out. I think he oh, might really? be in line for the coaching job at New England because um, wow. he is an ex disciple. Uh, I, wouldn't, I don't trust the Jags
0: here at all. Okay, Dave, what do you reckon to this game?
2: It's also already been confirmed that King Henry, he's uh, apparently embracing free agency, so it's going to be right. the last game for him in front of those fans. Um, yeah. I think it's a big ask. I've, I'd have a lot more faith in a fully healthy Trevor Lawrence in an unknown quantity so I've got no choice but to go with the Titans. It just feels like a game where I'm not sure what the Jags are going to have on offence in terms of being able to keep the ball moving because Etienne's a good running back but he's not one who really runs it between the tackles. He catches the ball out of the backfield. has excellent chemistry with Lawrence. So yeah I think a lot depends on how Trevor is Um, and at the moment it's not looking good so I've got to go with the Titans.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Just to give you the idea of the playoff permutations, if the Jags win, they're in, Mm -hmm. and they're in as AFC South champion. Yeah. Jags make the playoffs with a loss if Colts-Texans isn't a tie, Steelers lose, and Denver lose to the Raiders. Yeah. So if they lose the Jags, they need Colts and Texans not to tie, they need the Steelers to lose, and Denver to lose. Yeah. We'll already know the Pittsburgh
1: result and the yeah. Houston result before they play, which is good. Uh, the, other, the only other thing, one thing I'll say on this before I mm-hmm. pick it is the Titans offensive line is the worst offensive yes, line in football. And there yeah. are some really bad offensive lines. Yeah. The Titans offensive line is the worst. Um, so the only, thing, the only thing I can see in the Jags' favour here is Josh Allen, the Josh Allen, the name keeper. Yeah. Um, the, the slayer winner of the, of the other battle. The yeah. slayer of um, Not Barry Allen. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Real um, Josh Allen. He, he's had a really good season and I think he could finish top of the sack list if he has a big game and he's their hope. I think he, he could wreck the Titans but uh, I'm picking the Titans. Uh,
0: just in case you're wondering what on earth we're talking about, the Josh Allen derby. <laughs> um, basically, we decided that when Josh Allen, the quarterback, played the other Josh Allen, we would end up saying whoever won got to keep the name Josh Allen and the other one could no longer be called Josh Allen. Two in a row now, two mm. in a row. So Josh Allen, the quarterback, has lost the rights to his name.
2: And loses essentially... forever with a third, right?
0: Yeah, third one mm. and that's it. He's literally got to change it by deed poll. Um, well, if the Jags win and yeah. the Bills get in as a wild card, guess what we're
1: talking about next week? Hey!
0: Oh, Josh hey. three in a row. <laughs> them three. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: sorry, you went with... I'm going Titans. Dave's going... Titans. I'm also not going Titans. I'm going to go Jags. I just, think you're right. Uh, we will see. Um, but look, it just it just keeps us alive with the picks, doesn't it? Uh, right, that's it. Uh, we will come back for the second part of the previews very very shortly here on Otter Punts. Uh, I will talk to you in just a second about the brilliant folk at Beer Keller. So Beer Keller is a venue. Uh, they have venues across. The country, so Manchester, one over in Leeds, one in Nottingham, one in Liverpool, one in Birmingham, and they are fantastic places to go and watch uh, sport. Not just not just NFL, but sport in general. They've got fantastic screens, great beer selection. They've got fantastic menu. It's perfect for grabbing a few friends and getting down there to watch some sporting action. Um, we are delighted to be uh, sponsored by them. They are a, a lovely bunch of people, and we can't wait to do a little bit more work with them going forward. But uh, if you're in and around any of those major cities and you fancy somewhere to watch some football or some NFL or, you know, whatever sporting event is on, they are absolutely the place to do that. Beer Keller, you can find them on their socials or by searching for Beer Color. Uh, right, shall we do coaching corner? Hmm. I wanted to talk to you about the Detroit Lions and their two-point conversion that was called back and disallowed. Okay. Now, the reason that it was called back and disallowed could quite easily just be referees being shit. But, actually, underneath it all, there's a bit of a technicality that um, requires a bit of explanation. We've touched on it previously in Mm. Coaching Corner, but maybe not given it the full explanation that it needs. Uh, It's great
1: to have an example. Yes. Which are always hard to come up with. Mm-hmm. So this is a great example of... We, we talked about the eligible receiver rule. Yeah. And this is a great example of, of why that's important. Uh, who would like to explain
0: what happened first?
2: There's a couple of potential fouls on the play. And yeah. whilst I fully acknowledge... Right, so... What happened was two uh, O-linemen entered the fray for a heavy set on the goal line for the Detroit Lions. Uh, and a heavy set is? Where they have more than one O-line on there. So therefore, mm-hmm. you're going to have more than five players at the line of scrimmage. So someone has to report as an eligible receiver, right? Yeah. Um, they have to line up at a tight end position. And if yeah. they do so, then they become an eligible catcher of a ball down field. And if the ball goes to them, it counts, right? But <laughs> what happened was they sent on two eye linemen, both went up towards the, the ref. And even though, from what I've seen, it does look like the correct guy was the guy who reported and said that I'm a reporting as a receiver, um, for some reason they decided that it was the other guy who'd reported. And it was actually a miscommunication then from the referee officials, which led to the foul. But I think there was also potentially an an illegal formation involved
0: if. If he had reported. If he
2: had reported. And like, because I'm, I'm a commentary, I think it was Tony Romo kept saying there were potentially three or four fouls there. When I looked at it, I just thought they'd made a mistake, and that uh, it should have been okay. So,
0: yeah. So the replays show, don't they, mm-hmm. that there are that there are a, a duo of lions that go over to the official quickly, mm-hmm. joined by the number seventy as he goes over. So actually, there are three people that approach the the official on the field, the official is quite curt, I've got to say he sort of, he just sort of walks off, doesn't really pay any attention now what's really interesting about this Dan is that it wasn't the first time in the game that a Lions player had reported as an eligible receiver, in fact the player that we're talking about had reported two times previously in this game. It was a setup. it's it's a play they run and you see that a
1: little bit if they're going to ever use that in the playoffs, they will just run a player out and not not use it they'll report as eligible just otherwise you get the thing where well number seventy nine is just reported eligible so he's going to throw it to him <laughs> um, yeah. but if he comes and reports as eligible and you don't it causes confusion yeah are they going to do it are they not and are we really going to cover that guy um or are we going to let him run free uh so yeah it causes some confusion and it it was good from the lions i had a bit of back and forth with a um a, a report from the Commanders actually as it goes because he said why did they they then obviously the flag they threw the pass mm-hmm. he did catch it but he was flagged for an inel- eligible player and they went again for the two point conversion rather than just taking the extra point taking it to overtime yeah and he said well it's still a decision to go for it again actually they then went for it for a third time um, the Lions didn't want overtime so they would they had no they, they, got, they gained no advantage from winning the yeah. game and no disadvantage from losing the game they are already in the playoffs so the coach, Dan Campbell, was brilliant by saying, We'll just try and win it here. But one play, one offensive play, I don't want to put my special teams out again. I don't want to put my defence out again. I don't want to get anybody injured. And we'll roll on and we'll see you next week. We've already proved that we can come to Dallas and beat the Cowboys. Yeah, Don't need the win. So he was brilliant, Campbell, and really forward thinking. For a play, for a guy like him in that pressured moment to think like that, I think he's really good for the Lions. Um, this was just a mess from the referees, and and, and how you know it was a mess from the referees is They've, that refereeing crew, because the crews work together, you don't get a yep. different referee with a different lineman, they've been downgraded for the playoffs. Yep. They will not referee a game not, in the playoffs. Yep, I you, the, the league playoffs. said they got that wrong.
0: And they did. It's it just... <clears throat> we're just very fortunate, Dave, I guess, that it was a game that didn't really matter for the linemen. It to people that had backed over 39.5 <laughs> uh, points. Of course. Yeah. Over 39.5 points. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: you always just... Want the game to go the way it should go
0: fairly, yeah,
2: and, and 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 it didn't. Um mm-hmm. But again, I think it brought us back to the point you made last week on uh, on your punt of the week nomination. At the moment, the media don't hold officials to check because they were immediately starting to make excuses yep. for it, and yep, it, was, yep. it was it was it made me second guess what I'd seen because I was like, no, that was fine. But then when you've got a former NFL quarterback sitting there going, no, 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 no. It's a right call. It should have been a penalty for for a multiple of reasons. People will just take that at face value. But as Dan says, by, by doing what they've done, the league has acknowledged the fact that it wasn't correct.
0: Interestingly, there were a number of players that could have said something to the media afterwards. They decided, obviously from MCDC, that they were not going to do that. And actually, it's incredible self-control from all of them because I would have gone off the deep end. But actually, by keeping themselves in check, they've avoided any potential... Uh, penalties that might end up coming their way afterwards. Uh, So there you go. uh, The eligible, ineligible receiver rule re-explained for you here on Utter Punts. Let's move on, shall we, to the previews. They're coming up now. Producer Andy Bell was not anticipating that stab. You have (laughs) never (laughs) seen him sit up so quickly. Uh, Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers, Sunday, 9.25. Here we go. Go. This is the oldest rivalry in the NFL. Two hundred and seven times they've played between 1921 and 2024. Unbelievable rivalry. Bears have won four out of their last five. Packers hold the number seven seed. It's all going on. Uh Dan went first last time. Dave's going first this time. What have you got, mate?
2: Just the fact that the best possible result would be Some kind of natural disaster once more. Uh, No, I mean it's. um, (laughs) No, I I, I want the Packers. Blizzards, but at the same time, I'm I'm intrigued by this game. I think it's two young quarterbacks who are Mm. potentially going to both have bright futures. Um, I have a feeling that the Bears. Might get too tempted in the draft by the new shiny toy, particularly as uh, Ryan Pace didn't actually pick Fields. And if they do, they should be able to trade him away at a at a very good return as well. I I wouldn't because they've never had a franchise quarterback. This guy's still developing, and he's well, he's better than Jay Cutler, isn't he? Um, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. quite quite honestly, it's it, it's a game where much as a, it's a bit begrudging. It is a very intriguing game with two of the. Two up-and-coming quarterbacks who might have a future. Um, I just think that the, the Packers have got so many holes all, all around their their defence at the moment that I think Fields should have a field day with it. Um, I just have no faith in, in, in what they've been doing um, against good attacks with good wide receivers who can get in behind their secondary. So a high-scoring game. I'm not quite sure which way it will go. Just out of personal preference, I want the, the Bears to win.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I'm I'm pretty much in lockstep there with Dave. I think there'll be a lot of points in this. I think it'll be thirty-three thirty. Um, take your pick. That last year, remember the Packers had just had to beat the already um, eliminated Lions at home, and the Lions went up to Lambeau and beat them. Yeah, they did. Um, and it was the great sort of Aaron Rodgers walking on the tunnel waving goodbye game. Um, so the you know th- these things tend to be cyclic. They, so I, I can see this happening again. They, they, I look at the stats of this in last five games. I think they're ranked. Overall, if you compare everything, offense, defense, special teams, I think they're the sixth best team in football. They've been absolutely brilliant, and Justin Fields has been fantastic. I've just, just said before, I think he'll have a great day for the fantasy game day because the Packers' defense is terrible. I've got a little stat about Jordan Love, who um, I think is clearly a, a decent NFL starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, his 30 touchdowns and 3,843 yards Not this bad. year, which have been okay, he's been up and down, would make him the best ever Bears quarterback. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. The best ever Bears quarterback. No no Bears quarterback has ever thrown for 3,000 yards away the they've year. They've never they had a good quarterback, mate. In 220 yeah, years. Yeah, I told you, they've never had a good quarterback. They've never had a good quarterback. Um, and listen, the Bears are in. The, I know. Okay, hello. Um, That's
0: 103 years. <laughs>
1: they've never had a good wide receiver it's not, either. Never, it's
0: 83 years.
2: So, so, But they've never had a good wide receiver no, either. No, Brandon like, Marshall was good. Yeah, but Justin Jefferson, in what his fourth mm. year, has already got statistically a better career than any yep. wide receiver in Bears history. <laughs> but yep. Offensively, they've been awful. They've been a great, legendary defensive team. Yep. Now they seem to be putting together a great offense. I, I, I was ne- not very respectful of Ryan Pace, but his decisions have been paying off.
1: Yeah, and if, and if they stick with Fields, and I, I agree with you, I think they should. I think he was good at Ohio State. I think he's really good for the Bears. When he plays, I think they're an electric team. They're a team that scares me. You wouldn't want to play these in the playoffs the way they're playing at the minute. If, you, you're, Dallas, you want Dallas, if you're Dallas, you don't want to see Chicago next week. They're out, so you, no one's going to face them, but they're a dangerous team, mm, I think. I agree. Um, and they've got Fields. They've also currently got the Panthers' number one overall draft pick. And they've got to think about the number six pick at the minute mm-hmm. themselves. So if they if they trade away that one as somebody who wants Caleb Williams and maybe drop down to four or five or ten or whatever, they could have another three first round picks. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, wow. yeah. They, 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 with Justin
1: Fields, with DJ Moore, with Montez Sweat. It's almost this, like tanking that team. Well, they're they not tanked, have they? They, they did they, tank it. It was a good trade. No, wasn't no, it? They, they tanked massively. The, the no, they got the number one pick because Houston won by accident. Who weren't trying to tank, if you remember. Um, so Chicago got it by accident, then traded away tanked, really man. well. It was really well run team. We saw, they the they traded horses. away their first round pick for
2: DJ Moore. Just ignoring it. Dan, you, can, you
0: can pretend yeah. if you want. They like, clearly tank. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't think we need to do tanking again. We've got a whole episode on it. Basically, Dave went off on a like mm-hmm. thirty minute soliloquy about. Because Dan um, said it's not a tanking. thing that works. That, I just goes. wondered if
1: his fantasy team this year was tanking. <laughs> but it's
0: not a, wow. Not a uh, <laughs> right. So, if the <laughs> Packers win, uh, sixth or seventh seed? Yeah, I don't think they can go high. They
1: can't go higher than six uh, because of the okay. Cowboys and Eagles. Um and if they win, they're definitely the 6 or the 7, depending on what uh, Seattle do. Lovely.
0: Uh, Packers lose. They still have tiebreakers mm. over the Bears and would still get in if the Lions beat the Vikings and the Easy. Cardinals beat the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah.
1: So if the if the Bears beat the Packers, the Bears, Vikings, and Packers would all have the same record, but the Packers have the head-to-head over the Bears.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh Cool. Uh, who are we picking here? Uh, Chicago for me. And points. Dave? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm with that. I like Jordan Love. Well, you also like the Bears, so uh, let's not kid ourselves. All right, I'll go Bears. So if only
0: Jake Fromm. That might be the, for the first bears time, though. I think I might. that might be the first time this season I've picked the Bears. I've been purposely avoiding them yeah, publicly, yeah. Um, <laughs> pack it in a pair of wind up merchants. <laughs> Uh, right, on to the game that we all really want to talk about, and that's the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. This is tasty. Tasty, tasty, tasty. <laughs> Monday, uh, early morning, so Sunday night football at Hard Rock Stadium. Okay. Ten and six Bills play the 11-5 and five Miami Dolphins. The AFC East title is on the line. The Bills can either, they can eat, this is completely mental, yeah. be number two seed, or they're out. They're gone. And mm-hmm. that's how tight it is in that division. Absolutely incredible, incredible. If they tie, in, yeah. If they the win, I'll tie.
1: They're in. If, if they, they, lose, they lose, they can still be a wild card, but would need results to go their way. <laughs> but they could be eliminated uh, if the Steelers win, etc.
0: So they can. Um, they c- if they lose, they can still stay in mm-hmm. if the Steelers and the Jags lose. Yeah, which we'll know. By the time yeah. they come to play. They would be eliminated mm-hmm. if Texans, Colts isn't a tie. Yeah. The Steelers win or the Jags win.
1: Yeah, so Steelers win, Steelers beat the Ravens, for example, against the Ravens backups and the Texans and the Colts don't tie, then if the Bills lose, the Bills are out.
0: Wow. How has it come and to if this? If the Bills day? win,
1: they're the two seed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean...
0: You and know the Steelers
1: what, are out because the Dolphins take him out the Wildcats it's, it's
2: when stuff like... It gets to things like this where you almost have to look at it and go, isn't the NFL constructed in a
0: way that makes sense? <laughs> <laughs> They're so happy, aren't they? I mean, it, it's been <laughs> mental, hasn't it? Absolutely nuts. Um, let's talk about the game then. The Dolphins got absolutely put upon by the Ravens last week. They will be smarting. They'll be looking to try and win this. That, you know, this is... Home knowing Mike McDaniel having watched Hard Knocks he's desperately going to want to win this one but the Bills know that they've got to win if they you know to secure themselves a chance in the playoffs
1: yeah absolutely the Dolphins are banged up they didn't just get beat against the Ravens mm. they got they battered, got battered. Um, and you know carrying on playing their starters four scores down Bradley Chubb went out he's ACL he's out for the year they already yeah. lost Jalen Phillips um, Tariq Hill got banged up uh, Jalen Waddle might be back Raheem Mostert he's out um I think Terry, Terry Armstead, the the that left tackle, tackle is also out. Yep. Um, Tua has also been dealing with a niggly injury this week. Yep. So the the Dolphins are, are in an awful mess. Um, so you know it's a good time to play them. I think this Bills team. It, 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 the only thing that can beat the Bills is the Bills, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If the Bills play, the Bills win. If the Bills don't play, the Bills lose. Um, I, I think sneakily, there's, there's there's we're on the verge of either a great Bills run here where they go to the Super Bowl. Or they lose on Sunday and the thing gets torn down because I think Stefan Diggs has been almost removed from the offensive game plan he's not been in the game and he'll be disgruntled and if they lose I can I can already see the tweet on Sunday night Yeah, um, Sean McDermott he's got his defence playing well but how many chances with this team and this quarterback do you really think a head coach deserves when he's already had to fire his offensive coordinator in, in the season um, so it's it's a massive game for Buffalo it's a real I, I think this is a real franchise defining game for them um, and I think under the lights under that pressure will they stand up and be the team we think or or will they cower to it I, and if it's Josh Allen versus the Dolphins I'll take Josh Allen Dave? I
2: think last week we, we kind of alluded to the fact that the Dolphins were banged up and we didn't expect much against the Ravens um as Dan said, they, they, they got they played as many starters as they could, they got more banged mm-hmm. up, they got injured. Um, I think that takes them out of the equation this weekend. If they do anything in this, it's going to take a fantastic performance from Fangio's defence um, because otherwise, I just don't think... There's, there's, but they've got no pass rush left either, so it, it, it's a real, real challenge for the Dolphins. I can't really find a way of arguing in their favour. Um, but... If the Bills do lose, then Stefan Diggs will start making Mm. noises. They need to win this, and and they also need to reintegrate him into the offence to keep him happy if he's going to be there next year. Otherwise, we might see Diggs on the move again this offseason, and that could shake things up in the draft as well.
1: Could yeah. replace Justin Jefferson at my, Minnesota, maybe. Um, Somebody needs to get older, hold of you, Dave, desperately. Yeah. The other thing I, I noticed about this was the Miami defence. So you, you look at them against good teams and bad teams, because their record, if you count Dallas on the road as a bad team, which they are, then they <coughs> haven't beat a good team at home or away. Their, their defence against the top 10 quarterback okay, is ranked 32nd in yards allowed 31st in points allowed wow. and 30th or 31st in yards per attempt so it's not just that they don't turn up against good teams their defence does not turn up against top level quarterbacks and I would put Josh Allen definitely in that echelon yeah, of, quarterbacks. of course. Um, they also lost uh, Xavier Rhodes didn't they against yeah. the Ravens in their secondary leader of the secondary so Listen they they're just a mess the dolphins. If they win this great and and you know you don't you don't wish bad for them but I just think this is set up for the Bills to really make a
0: statement. Yep. I would agree with you. Um I'm going Bills. Dan's going Bills. Dave's going Bills. Beautiful. Right, all done and dusted then in terms of the previews for this week which means it is time for your bets of the week, gentlemen. Dan you're going first. Yeah, I, I like over points in the Green Bay Chicago game. So I think the lines at 45. I think it'd be well
1: over that. I like the Colts at home. Um, and I also like the Bucks. Um, the Bucks that are winning in against a really bad Panthers team. I think they're only giving up four and a half points. So Bucks minus four and a half, Colts to win straight. And over in the um, Chicago Green Bay game is just over seven to one. Nice. Dave? So a couple couple of little things
2: to take advantage of. So, at the moment, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen are actually tied on 15 rushing touchdowns, which is a Mm. joint NFL record. As Dan's been pointing out all evening, it's going in a cycle this. I have a feeling... Well, I expect Jalen Hurts, who's going to be pulling out all the stops, try and get the Eagles back on track. Uh, yep. So I think he's good for at least one rushing touchdown. And then nice. Josh Allen should be aware of how many he needs to take the record himself. Uh, and I'd expect him to score two rushing touchdowns. So if you take that, that's uh, Jalen Hurts at 8-11 to 11, and then Josh Allen at 23-10. to 10, It's 4.7-1. to 1. If you get a little bit braver and you think that they might know about this and if the game gets a little bit comfortable for the Giants versus the Eagles, sorry, for the Eagles versus the Giants, they might well try and send Jalen Hurts in for two, which would leave Allen leaving two to equal or three to get ahead. I'm going to be covering all of that, but they're not available yet, but they will be.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, there's um, there's plenty of interest in (laughs) this. Essentially, loads of money. Uh, (laughs) It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for this, which means the two minute warning has gone. It is just about time for uh, our punts of the week nominations. Who's going first, Dave or Dan? Dan, why don't you go first? Because you've got a good one.
1: Yeah, David Tepper, or as um, Dave calls him, David Pepper, Um, salty. Um, Listen, he's made some terrible decisions. they gave Matt Rule a 10-year contract. They hired really terrible diff- uh, coaches. They gave up an um, absolute haul for Bryce Young and taught Frank Reich out of picking CJ Stroud. They famously said they had no interest in signing Lamar Jackson. They were another one of the teams that didn't want anything to do with him. Um, and this week, uh, he also hasn't paid the bill for the practice grounds, so they're still a half-finished wow. practice ground in Carolina somewhere that they have <laughs> an argument Believe over because he won't find the money for it. Um, and... This week, he was he was at the Jags game in a box and he decided to throw a drink over a Jags fan that was giving him a bit of grief because his team were losing 26-0. Um, David Tepper, I, I just, I wonder if, are you really the sort of man that should be running an organisation? If you're going to make decisions where you're swilling a bloke, which I think is just shot spitting, I think is just about the worst yeah. insult you can do. I think Awful. if someone spat on me, not happy. someone threw a drink on me, not happy. Everything else, I'm kind of all right with. Um... If you're that sort of bloke who reacts that way, it's no wonder you're making such shit decisions when you're running your team. You're hiring the wrong coaches, you're bringing the wrong players, you're having too much involvement, you're not trusting people around you. David Tepper, fuck off.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I have a funny feeling that, um, that that Dave's might follow on from this. Dave, but who have you got? It, it kind of was going through,
2: but... Then I realised that something else bothered me more. Um, okay. so I, was, I was going with Roger Goodall and I was going to go with Roger Goodall for only finding Tepper 300k for, for that when we've seen multiple fans banned from stadiums yeah, for life be, for the same, yeah. same issue. Um, but then I realised something. There was a bigger transgression <laughs> this week. So as, I Dan, as Dan referred to earlier. <laughs> Um, I was doing rather <laughs> well on the Fantasy Game Day out this week, and I don't care that no-one gives a shit about my fantasy, which is still going to be my nomination for Punt mm-hmm. of the Week. Um, basically, I actually have that second place signed up. Like, it was sorted. I, I, I just scraped into it. I was quite happy with it. And then I carried on watching the game and realised what was about to happen. As I saw the Denver Broncos quarterback, Jared Stidham, go up to take a knee, mm-hmm. which is worth minus one yard, which is worth <sighs> point 0.1 of a point, which, which took took... took Took you know a little bit of glory away. Trying to realise it's not it's not Stidham's fault. It's not even Peyton's fault. No. It's Goodall's fault. It's still Goodall. Goodall is punt of the week uh. because his rules don't make sense, right? There are certain plays which occur which are going to have a regular impact on stats. It's an easy adjustment to go back over records, where players have knelt and remove that. So there's no reason to keep such a silly rule in place. So Roger
1: Goodall, you are punt of the week for multiple reasons. You muppet. The, the highlight of this thing, sorry, <laughs> if we it before you start, is that we were texting a lot because I was in our the, the league that Dave and I are in I was in the final on Sunday mm-hmm. and I'd won the final on Sunday congratulations and I was With texting 7-7 oh, well regular league record oh, not about the regular one. season Get, just ring me for the playoffs That's when you want me at your best other people just wow. shrink in these pressure situations <laughs> I rise up like a true champion um, <laughs> what was funny though was Dave put in the group um, oh I've got some good news later that's not <laughs> what I said sat on oh sat on, no, 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 on no I top, said there might be a surprise later might be. yeah but well, you you have been you were being fairly uh bullish for you dave i would say bullish that, that, um, i mean and no, that that, that, won 20 quid. that's, that's dave's 20 first quid. gear like 20 quid bullish is tentative. first gear. that was very tentative that yeah that was uh <laughs> there might <have> be <laughs> something later mate might um, be something later as well 20 quid oh, well done now
2: no, look um Oh look! Look at how uh, happy you are. Just because you lost everything <laughs> last year,
0: Dan. <laughs> I, uh, I we still have one other Punt of the week nomination to do. Can you remember who I nominated last week? Oh, the refs. Yeah. yeah. This week, I am making 121 121 (laughs) nominations this week. It's been coming to a head. It annoys the shit out of me. So, 17 referees, 19 umpires, 17 down judges, 17 line judges, 17 field judges, 17 side judges, and 17 back judges. Back to back, utter punts of the week nominations. You absolute knobheads. We'll see you next week.